3: This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran.
4: Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Welcome,
3: welcome all of you to the radio show that calls itself One Life Left and has done for
4: ages. So long. 10 gloriously years. How's it going? Uh, Steve. Pretty good. Steve thank just you. Hand, handed me a card that says thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, That's the script. I see, right. For this, this week. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it's Thanks. pretty good. It's going well. I had a busy week. All How right. have you been? Pretty good. So I went to Margate the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Did you go
1: on the uh the roller coaster the wooden No, it was closed. It's the Scenic
4: Railway. No. Closed. Way. Yeah.
1: Did you go on the one where you uh pedal your way around Did. up high? Did it's good, isn't when it? When
4: really f- I was fastest on that.
1: Yeah. I had to go on after um a young child with an old lady we had to wait for quite a long time for them to get around uh,
4: me and uh, my wife spent a lot of money in the arcades yeah we won a volcano science set well done i know i probably cost us about 20 quid <laughs> uh, tokens uh, yeah i haven't looked up how much it would cost how much how are you
1: Anne? uh i'm good i am very good yeah good to be <laughs> good to be here i'm great guys i'm really good thanks for asking
4: <laughs> thank you
3: <laughs> thank you
1: <laughs> what have we got on the show steve uh, we
3: have. Let me have a look. We've got some music. Okay. We definitely have some music yep. uh, selected from chipmusic.org as ever. We've got two features, I think. Two, two features, and you know, reviews.
4: You know, I mentioned last week, um, and uh, a colleague of mine who started listening to the show didn't like. Oh didn't like the music goodness, me! Yeah. The, the well, money. he's not. Uh, he's not listening to the show. This was. So I think no. we can say whatever we want about him now. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, <laughs> fine. Um, I hope. <laughs> I hope he's having a nice life and he's happy and everything is fine. (laughs) I don't wish wish any any type of ill on
4: him. Um, Honestly, I hope he's having a lovely time.
1: Good. Listening to whatever music he wants. Mm. Really.
4: Uh, It's not just us on the show this evening, though. Uh, Delighted to be joined by Martho from Oasis Games. Hello, Martho. Hello. How are you doing?
2: Not too bad, thank you. Thank
4: you you for coming in. Sure. Where have you you come in from?
2: Uh, I just flew in from New York.
4: Excellent, yes, yeah. especially uh, to be on the show. Uh, more you're, or less, you're yeah. flying back afterwards immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, In you, could, well, you could go, uh, you could go, uh, fly back immediately and go on the giant bomb podcast or something. You'd be like the Phil Collins of uh, <laughs> games <laughs> podcast. There's a joke for the, for the millennials. <laughs> Good, thank you for coming on the show. You can tell sure. us all about Oasis Games after and news. <laughs>
1: It's 7.04 on Monday, the 26th of September. I'm Anne Scanthbury, and this is the news. The Oculus Rift has launched in the UK, and imagine if that were the only Oculus news we had this week. Creator Palmer Lucky has come under fire for secretly funding an anti Clinton meme website. He says that he gave $10,000 to the organisation responsible for a series of anti Hillary Clinton meme billboards because he thought the organisation had fresh ideas on how to communicate with young voters. Lucky has apologised for the negative impact his actions have had on the perception of Oculus and its partners. The Oculus Rift will cost you £549 if you're into that.
3: Love my Oculus. I think it's excellent. Okay. Uh, really, really, uh really easy to use. In a way I, I also love my vibe, but the Oculus much, much more sociable because you kind of have integrated headphones, just drop it on someone's head. People find it a little bit less intimidating. Mm-hmm. Did you just switch your pronunciation of meme? Halfway? She did, didn't I did, actually,
1: yeah. I did what I want to be uh, a Listening. meme includist. Ah, very good. Yeah.
3: Meme 2.
4: <laughs> meme 2. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, but it's the man behind your, your glasses, Steve. That's me. Behind that. Is Palmy stood behind you <laughs> whispering <laughs> vote trumpet in your headphones, isn't he? Yeah, this was
3: weird. This was weird and unfortunate for Oculus and for everyone at the Oculus team who must have been thinking, why, Palmer, why? Why do we think he did this? Uh, because he didn't, he thought he wouldn't get caught. Mm. <laughs> that's usually the, that's what that's what we've always been saying. On um, yeah, uh,
4: yeah. And it was unfortunate there was um there was a, a lot of backlash, wasn't there? A lot of people saying that they were going to drop Oculus support from their games.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Is that true? Uh, that's what they were saying.
3: Has yeah. anyone actually done that though? Uh, I think
1: I saw today somebody uh, has decided not to become th- Oculus compatible.
3: Oh, Deary me. Um yeah I'm not sure how I feel about this. Obviously, I feel like he shouldn't have done this, no. and it seems like it seems like a bit of a terrible thing for a young man to invest his money in. If we start holding every creator accountable for their political views, well,
4: I, that's that was my thought actually. Uh, given that, I, I mean, obviously, uh, you should, if you're listening, I would suggest I don't know what the, rules, <laughs> so, what the rules are here. I get confused during election times. So are we allowed to mm, say anything? Um, let's ma- not say anything. Make your own mind up. Um, I would, <laughs> but um, uh, but don't do that. Um, uh, but it's interesting how uh, when we're uh, commenting on politics from uh, this perspective, how. it people feel that it's okay to to call someone out on actually know that's their right if they want to vote that way or what have you and i wondered if you would get um this why has there not been the same thing about other political beliefs held by other games industry creators particularly during the recent european referendums
1: i think it's to do with money Mm. it's your money is uh how your is your money going in some way to him in order that he is then able to put his that money into um, forwarding a politics that you don't believe in.
3: I think I think that's right. And I also think that it has something there's t- there's kind of two halves to this story. One of them is he is supporting the candidate that a great deal of the vocal internet find completely reprehensible. And the second part is how he's done it, which is putting his money into this kind of meme warfare, which is just the mem. most
1: mem meme mem- mem- mem warfare, mem warfare mem sorry.
3: Uh, uh, Which is just the most adolescent thing to do, Uh, just straight from the sort of heart of 4chan, being very, very mean and vicious about his opponent. It just seems like a really gross Mm. way of conducting political debate. Not that this election, or indeed any election in recent memory, has really been known for its, uh, you know, principled uh, verbal combat. So... I don't know. It seems pretty, pretty grubby to me. And uh, are you are you, are you dropping support from Oculus from your from your flat? Uh, no, definitely okay. not. Because my Vive has a hole in it. <laughs> Sorry, my my Vive. <laughs>
1: may have just outed the price of the Nintendo NX. Nintendo has been very secretive about its new console, which may un- end up being part console, part handheld device. But according to Tesco's holding page, it'll cost you £349.99, around the same price as the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One S. And if that isn't enough to start getting you psyched about the console, which is due out next year, Ubisoft CEO Eve Guillemot has described it as a fantastic machine that'll give players a different experience from what exists today.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, two things The Xbox One S is uh, two two four nine. Uh, actually Anne
1: 249 two, it's, two, it's the nine, two,
4: terab- two oh, okay. terabyte one. Well, that one Is that one yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, You're bumping up the specs Just yeah. to justify your, yeah. your uh, comments <laughs> Yeah Okay Because I was looking at uh, Buying an Xbox One S
1: Today Oh were you? I was yeah Do you think you'll buy an NX?
4: I do yes I'm very yeah. excited about The possibilities of the NX Don't know anything about it Yeah Second Second thing <laughs> Uh, second thing, you said two things. Oh, uh, yeah, and this and this this sort of stuff always happens, doesn't it? Yeah. So have they have, have they been right, historically?
1: So, no, we should do a... We should, we should do a, write this yeah, down. Yeah, we should write this down. Let's make a Google Doc. And if everyone <laughs> can just write in... If only
3: there was some way of recording what you're saying right <laughs> Imagine. now.
1: Imagine. No, but the, uh, it.
3: Like, do we think that this is a genuine error on Tesco's part, or is just someone filling in a... They have to have a price in that box, and they've gone, okay, What? how much is a console? 350 quid in. I it. think it's more like
1: the two terabyte
4: one is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a
0: measurement,
3: but I'm not going to scroll any further down. So,
4: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Martha, have you got any thoughts on the uh, what, 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 what the price of the NX should be? Wow. What would you pay? Well, what was the price mentioned just now? Sorry, I was sort of zoning out there for a second. What is it?
1: 349 three, four,
4: pounds. 349999.
1: Nine, nine, nine. Yeah. Right. No, 349.99. Nine, nine. Okay. What's that in dollars?
4: About three hundred and fifty
3: dollars yeah, usually.
2: Uh-uh. Would you pay
1: three hundred and fifty dollars?
2: Sounds about right. Okay. I guess I'd be, uh, be in for that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hmm. Anne, are you, you going to get one? Do you think? Do you know I am quite yeah. What? I wasn't before. What are you I d-
4: excited about? Are oh, you excited about the two terabyte.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. I want I want all of it. What um, do you think?
4: What do you think NX stands for, Anne?
1: Uh. Uh, n- no xenophobes.
4: Okay,
3: so, which is why you're
1: 100 percent and I'm in.
4: Yeah. So, so sorry. So, what's so what's recently changed your opinion on it?
1: Um, I don't know. I uh, it seems to be that Nintendo are opening themselves up a little bit more to different types of game. They understand that they need to have different uh, genres of game, different types of game. I think that I think it's going to be the console where they sort of expand out a little bit away from just. Nintendo S games, like Nintendo Family style games, and frankly, I don't have a family, <laughs> so I don't care about that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to. It's got more power. I think that they're just looking at the console slightly differently than they have from the Wii and the Wii U, which I found were a little bit too cartoony, and I wasn't. I di- I just never really got on with them. No? Uh, You're a bit too more much. hardcore, are you? I'm s- you want your I'm,
3: Gears of War? Yeah, on there. I'm pretty
1: much like I just want to be there, like grinding. Grinding, you know? grinding. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm into it, Simon. PlayStation has cleared up why there are fewer games on the UK PSVR demo disc than the US one and it isn't because of that thing we said that one time that we think about sometimes just before we go to sleep and keeps us awake for hours. It's not that, it's just boring old age ratings and localisation. The US disc will come with 18 demos while the UK will get the EU disc which needs the games to be in different languages and will only come with 8 demos. Thank goodness, Daddy does love us after all.
3: Okay, are all of these Sony demos, or are these... Uh, no, they're the the, the, the well. party, aren't they? They're
1: party, still. Martha, you were, not, uh, you were
4: nodding your head there. Are you involved in this?
2: Yeah, uh, but we're not. Uh, like, one of our games is on the demo disc, okay. but for the Asia region, not for the... Wow, yeah. mm.
4: they, get, they, they, yeah, they get their own again.
2: Yeah, that's uh, uh, one of her games is called Ace Banana, which is this sort of family real shooter game where, like, this banana archer shooting monkeys trying to pick your uh, banana stash. Okay. And that one is actually on the Asia, on the, Asia the demo disc here. Right. Yeah.
4: Good. Um, well, uh, will, will we be able to play it over here? Will we be able to download it or?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Demo-wise? It will, we'll release uh, everywhere globally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the PlayStation store.
4: Right. And and is there any word on whether I'm going to be able to download the other 10 demos there? Well,
1: it does so I can these, speak American. Yeah. So these are uh, <laughs> things teen. that are going out on the discs. So with the physical hardware, no. but obviously, October
4: the fourteenth. Obviously,
1: the internet and the 20th. PlayStation Store exists. So, like, it would make sense if these were just available to download, it would do, wouldn't yeah. it? It would make sense, wouldn't it?
4: I'm well, not willing
1: to uh, confirm it.
4: What have we got on the demo disc then? Because I'm excited. All
1: right, which one do you, do you want? The UK one? You want,
4: yeah, the UK one. Uh,
1: so we've got Drive Club VR. That,
4: that, that, apparently, that's really good. Digital Foundry looked at that and said that it's Did the they? best Drive Club ever. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: PlayStation VR Worlds.
4: Right, I, I'm into that. I'm going to buy that one. That's okay. got the London heist and the uh, diving on it, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, Riggs Mechanised Combat League. Uh, everyone's
4: raving about this. I'm not so sure about it.
1: Uh Tumble VR, that sounds like fun. Don't know
4: what that is. Martha, do you know what Tumble VR is? That's not heard okay. of Tumble That right. sounds like fun. Don't want that. Uh,
1: Battle Zone.
4: Battle Zone, yeah, 50 quid full price, though, isn't it? That one apparently. Just get the demo. Just get the demo. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you've uh, this out, you? Eve Valkyrie. I'm
4: very excited about Eve Valkyrie. Really? Very, very excited. Really? Yes. Do you play
1: other Eve? No. Why are you excited about this one?
4: 3D spaceships.
1: Yeah, just get the get the, Just get the demo. Star Wars one.
4: No, but the Star-, <laughs> Star Wars ones. I think the Star Wars one is already on my machine.
1: Oh,
5: is
4: it? I think it was part of the Death, Death Star update, which was six so Death- gigs. Steve. That's a lot. Well, the Death Star must only be five gigs. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I think they put the VR bit already on there. Yeah. Right, you can't get it yet.
1: Uh, Wayward Sky. Uh, yeah, Okay. And Headmaster. Well, I'm looking forward to Headmaster. Are you? What is that? It's a heading game, heading isn't it? Games, yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's not. You're no. In school. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> you've got detention.
4: <laughs> Good. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. My mine arrives on October the fourteenth. Um, late.
1: Apparently. Uh, um, yeah. Pre-orders. Pre-orders. Go back to December now. They've got a backlog. Wait. So even if I got mine now, I wouldn't even get it till Christmas. No. Um, one. no
3: except unless you got a press one. Oh. October fourteenth is our next mariachi, isn't yeah. it? So you're not going to be there, are you? <laughs> 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 I'll be there in spirit. <laughs>
1: Minecraft is getting a whole other book written about it and this time it's an official one. Following the success of bootleg Minecraft book A Boy Made of Blocks by journalist Keith Stewart publisher Del Rey has decided to bring out the big guns for the official book. It'll be penned by World War Z author Max Brooks. Minecraft the island is going to be a cuboid Robinson Crusoe but madder a hero stranded in an unfamiliar land with unfamiliar rules learning to survive against tremendous odds. If the book isn't published in a square block shape we're going to be really disappointed.
4: How ridiculous <laughs> He woke up on an island, his head was square. <laughs> like, he turned his square head to say uh, to look at whatever uh, to look at a sheep that he then killed. That was square too.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you He get Minecraft across in a book.: Do you think it's going to be as literary as it's Robinson Crusoe?: Yeah, but with, with squares, yes
4: <laughs> He built a, a boat with was a, a square, square. <laughs> it was made of squares. <laughs> Who hasn't do we know anybody who hasn't written a Minecraft book uh, I haven't yet okay
2: I'm working on
1: mine every day yeah. I just um, finished my second one have you yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> yeah there are a lot of them around but they, but they keep selling don't they yeah because Minecraft's big apparently it's really big right everyone loves it well not I mean Young people love it, and people keep buying young people things. Okay, so keep making stuff for them. That's
3: the issue, right? The th- people, um, when it comes to like birthdays or Christmas, need to buy things for people, and they know very few things about those people. But it's likely that they'll like Minecraft. In which case, you need to buy them something, but you can't buy them Minecraft because they've got Minecraft, haven't they? So what do you do? And I'm, you know, you're like, oh, books. That can't possibly be a bad thing, can it? Says. Someone, maybe it can And so they, uh, yeah, they buy them a Minecraft book And they make millions from it So we should write Minecraft
4: books, <laughs> I guess why the words are there for blocks and squares, though? That's cubes, cubes,
3: cubes Rhomboid
4: uh, Is that, really?
1: Is it? I don't think so Isn't it?
4: No Oblong
3: Is yeah, that the oblong? Oblong,
4: t- 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 <laughs> good Three or more squ- squares, collection of squares Two, 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 two maybe, a yeah, push <laughs>
1: And finally, Iceland, the country, not the shop, doesn't have its national team in FIFA 17 because of money. According to the BBC, the KSI, Iceland's Football Association, turned down EA's offer of $15,000 to be included in the game. It said, EA are the ones buying these rights and they almost want it for free. The performance at the Euros show we are quite a good team and many would like to play play with our team. Iceland froze England out of the footy earlier this year. Still no word on whether Iceland the shop is pursuing negotiations to get its own team in the game. An Iceland. Star- yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah <laughs> Yeah. It just felt like the right
4: time. It was the right time. Yeah. Should we address this story first? Uh, yeah. is that a fair value, Anne, or not?
1: Well, so I did some investigative well journalism you're by like, using you're
4: like Kotaku.
1: by using Google. <laughs> okay. And I tried to Google how much um, how much EA paid to other countries Excellent to see question. if that was mm, a good. fair price. Turns out they don't reveal that.
4: Ah, oh, oh, right, so that I, was the end of the investigation. Yeah,
1: basically. I, I tried to look on some things, then I, I... Wait,
4: did you try Bing? I
1: didn't. No, I didn't take it Ask far enough. Jeeves. should have asked Jeeves, he would have known. He keeps everything in his back pocket. Oh. I even looked on some uh, Quora questions, yeah. and then it asked me to sign up, and I didn't. <laughs> Um so Canterbury <laughs> ace yeah. detective. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I don't I don't know don't if know. it's a fair price, okay. but it doesn't feel like Does it. Does it not? When you consider how much money uh the FIFA games make Which is how much? Literally loads.
4: <laughs> so how do you know that?
1: Because they say it how much do they, pay they go to FIFA? Oh it's Oh that I did look up. Yeah. Couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: brilliant. This is brilliant.
1: I know. Look, I think what I've discovered here is there's something going on. Okay. And Iceland are the only ones that are willing to come out with facts and figures. Right. They are the ones that have broken their silence.
4: Okay. Investigates. Well, That's... you're going to Iceland, aren't you? Yeah,
1: well... Is this, this, for this <laughs> <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> this is a business trip. For business reasons.
4: Okay. But who are I... you going to ask out there about this?
1: Everyone. Right. I assume the whole of the Icelandic population is involved in something. Yeah, way. They must be.
4: They were playing for the team,
1: exactly. weren't they? Oh. All yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So...
3: You're not on next week's show, are no. you? No. Ah. Next Monday. Phone it in. So, no. you remember when she went to Japan and she recorded those yeah. Yeah. little uh, little yeah, things yeah. for yeah. us? So we're going to expect three little reports. sound ballots from I'll, next... Oh, I'll be bringing
1: back reports, Track down guys.
3: someone from EVE yeah. online, ask him that, and then ask him if we can go and do yeah. FanFest yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Be good.
1: And maybe you can play the VR there as well.
3: Okay, that'd It'd be nice. great. Is that the end of the news? That's the news. Thanks, Anne.
0: One life left, video game news with Anne Scanthalberry, Barry, Barry,
3: is Vault 44. 4 uh, it's called Redhead, pretty yep. good
1: I like it, Accurate. good name
3: thanks, uh, you can find it on chipmusic.org, we'll have some more music coming up later in the show
4: how can people get to see you in Iceland?
3: They just ask, can they? <laughs> uh, turn up at the airport when we arrive okay. ideally with some flags
1: oh yeah, that I would, would be love nice. that, that just would be, be so great when Celebrate are you landing? you're
4: flying Friday aren't you?
1: Uh, no, flying on Thursday, because we're Mario-king on Thursday. Oh, is it Thursday? Yeah,
4: Thursday so night. So
1: coming? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was Friday. No, it's Thursday. It's always been Thursday. I said Thursday, Simon. It's Thursday. Hmm. The third Thursday.
4: It's literally Thursday. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I could have come, probably. <gasps> this is heartbreaking. No, but I, I couldn't have stayed, though. I, I wouldn't have made the most of the trip, right? yeah. I wouldn't have made the most of it. It's best that you've got other people that can enjoy themselves... With their new
1: swimsuits. So selfless. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: So we are performing on
3: Thursday night okay. at uh, the Slush, slush play. play Conference. Uh, we're really, really excited about that.
1: It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, and then we'll be around on Friday. We'll be around until... Well, I'll be around until Sunday. You're staying forever, aren't I'm you? I'm staying Aaron?
1: forever. I'm never leaving. Never Not leaving. until I get to the bottom of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good.
4: Good. Martha, have you ever been to Iceland? no i haven't put it next on your tour um yeah sounds good no it's a fun place um so you've flown from New York, but um, Oasis Games is, is not an American company, is it? No, it's
2: a Chinese company. It's located in uh, the headquarters is in Beijing. Okay. Yeah, um, we're we're a publisher of games. Basically, we bring um, bring all kinds of games from China to the West, to the US, to uh, Europe, to, to to other places in Asia. Okay. Uh, Oasis Games has done a lot of work in like sort of mobile and bro- uh, browser games, uh, and with our upcoming batch of PlayStation VR games, they are sort of that's sort of our first foray into. Console gaming.
4: You've got uh, there's a batch of
2: PlayStation VR games. So that's three, is it? Five in five. Yes. Wow, you're Whoa. going all in. Yeah. We um, we have uh, we have four games plus like a sort of a, a demo game the fifth one which will probably include with any of the other uh, games. Okay. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we have uh, so, so I sort of talk about the titles now. Please or? do. Yeah. 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 So we have Ace Banana, which I uh, which I mentioned before, which is something of a real shooter game, very cartoony, very family family friendly. Uh, you basically shoot bananas at uh, or no, you don't shoot bananas. <laughs> you protect your bananas from monkeys who yeah. try to steal them, uh, and you shoot at them with all kinds of uh, projectiles. Right. Then. Then is, there's, um... is that family friendly? <laughs> <laughs> it's all quite. All kinds of suppose it depends
3: how many monkeys in your family, really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, then there's um, uh, then we have pixel gear which is sort of which is actually also a shooter real su- a shooter so you're in a fixed position yep. it has this sort of Minecraft pixel graphic style uh, you have these, hordes, these waves of enemies coming at you like sort of Halloween style and you have a bunch of uh, bunch of different stages a bunch of different impulses as well uh, and there'll be a multiplayer version as well as a DLC added in later on then we have two like horror more horror like games okay. uh, we have Weeping Doll which is something it's a little bit reminiscent of like a, a Mist, Right. Yeah, you sort of explore this old mansion where something happened to one of the daughters in the family, she disappeared uh, and you try to get to the bottom of, uh, of that. It's sort of a Japanese-ish, it's not super right. scary, but okay. it's, uh, it's sort of a suggested, like, horror. Right. And then we have uh, Dying Reborn, our fourth game which is a more gritty, dark horror-ish game. So it's also an adventure game you're like, it's one of those, those um, how do you call it again, like, mystery rooms? So you're, you're, you're stuck Locked in this room, in room and yeah. you have to solve a bunch of uh, puzzles to get out of there and it's it's a bit more heavy on the plot. There's this uh, the whole background story going on. Yeah. Um, are these games available on any other VR formats? Is
4: it they, premiering on PlayStation VR? Uh,
2: Oasis Games currently is only doing the uh, PlayStation VR ones. Some of them, for example, Weeping Duel will also come out on the other VR okay. systems. Yeah.
4: You're, uh, uh, you're expecting PlayStation VR to be a success in it, I guess? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I, yes. mean, also, I mean, the signs are... Sold out till December. Should be, should be good. What, what what was it about PlayStation VR in particular that attracted Oasis Games? Would you say? Uh,
2: well, as I mentioned just uh, now, we don't have a lot of uh, experience in console yet. We basically released one game before uh, called Koi, uh, which is something of an indie game, but it was a regular one. Not a.
1: I was going to play this at GDC, but I didn't get to come and oh, play yeah, it. And I really wanted to. It looked amazing.
2: I'll send you a voucher code, later Oh, amazing! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so that was our first game uh, with PlayStation VR, basically. Uh, maybe it helps if I give a little bit of background information about China. Basically, the console market was closed up until the end of 2014, beginning of 2015. Since then, uh, it has opened for both Sony PlayStation and for Xbox and for some some Chinese consoles, actually. Uh, Sony has been doing a lot of work in China since then, uh, and there have been a lot of uh, developers who have been either stimulated or just really curious to develop for for PlayStation. Uh, And since at this point, Oasis Games is the only strategic partner of Sony Shanghai, uh, we've basically got a lot of choice. We had a lot of like a lot of developers coming to us saying like hey do you want to help us to publish our game outside of China and um, we were like yeah sure let's do this right yeah
4: how do you um, <laughs> we're at the stage now where um, we've mm-hmm. had a couple of VR launches like uh, obviously Oculus and Vive there were some stories doing the rounds a couple of weeks ago about um, people were comparing the sales of the games initially and apparently how they dropped off and it's 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 odd because um, I think VR is tremendously exciting okay I don't have a PC powerful enough to play Oculus or Vive <laughs> but I do have a Gear VR um, and uh, I, I really want it to be a success but there seems to, people seem to for it to fail like the, the sort of comment the, the industry commentators um, what chance do you think PlayStation VR stands in, t- in terms of overcoming those
2: yeah, prejudices yeah well I can imagine this sort of I mean whenever something is a huge race like VR is but people haven't Actually, seen it. It's sort of like the um, how do you call it in English? That that fairy tale of the emperor's new clothes. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, in the end, it just just a uh, 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 message to nothing. In terms of PlayStation VR, I think there are some some huge advantages. Uh, first of all, like. Um, a lot of people have a PlayStation Four, yeah. so basically you buy the headset and you're done. You're good to go. You don't have to upgrade or whatever. Uh, um, I think second of all, Sony Sony does in a, in a sense stand for for quality. You, you can't you can't just randomly like uh, release your game on the PlayStation, so it has something of a good name. Um, and having a lot of personal experience with the f- VR headset, um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the other f- uh, headsets as well. But the PlayStation headset, it's just a little bit more 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 comfortable. Like the way it's it feels a little bit lighter. Just m- my personal experience is that that might might be a very big selling point as well.
3: I think that's correct. I think that the the Sony platform's biggest strength is uh, is that it's it's a more conservative uh, realization of VR. Um, so my experience on the other platforms is that i've i've played an awful lot of games and i've had some of my you know most memorable gaming experiences inside vr but i've also had you know intermittently i would say about 50 percent of them have made me feel very very ill and i've not been able to play and um and that's that's been you know upsetting like like on a physical level but also you know sometimes you've bought a game and you end up not being able to play now sony they are they're limited by the hardware in a sense most of the games that i've seen at least are sort of sit down like look at the tv experiences and it adds a a little bit more than than having a a screen but it is it's not the huge leap that the vive is but at least they're not making you feel ill that sort of you know thing that you're alluding to yeah exactly yeah what i'd also say is that is that could be the biggest threat because i've read some industry commentators say Mm -hmm. i'm i'm you know, I'm not sure about this myself. That this is the new Wii. That you're going to find this Christmas is going to be a sellout, and everyone's going to want to get their hands mm-hmm. on one. It's going to have a huge, huge, you know, explosion of interest. Mm-hmm. But um, people are going to find quite quickly that the experiences that are on offer here, at least the different experiences are very much the same across the raft of platforms available. I don't know what you think about that.
2: Um, well, I've seen quite a bunch of different uh, games, I guess the games you've seen, but also in China. Mm-hmm. And the variety, well, even if you have titles like, uh, for example, Resident Evil 7 having this VR yeah. version mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. uh, that in a way, I mean, I understand your argument, but in a way that puts it outside of the Wii, like, like uh, directly, like you have this less less sort of child, from, you have some pretty big titles coming on there. Um, uh, at the same time like um, like right now we have two horror games and they're so um, they're so different these two that I can only imagine like um, uh, how the next generation of these sort of games uh, will be I mean different in the in the style that they do but also in the in the uh, controlling uh, scheme whereas for example one of her games is like this sort of teleporting where yeah. you just put your avatar yeah. somewhere and the other one is more free roaming okay, but mm-hmm. actually quite 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 um, you don't get nauseous very very soon Um so yeah, I, I I'm rather optimistic, but that's I guess for new reasons.
4: Are you doing anything with the? I think they call it the social screen. Do they? Where um, mm-hmm. again, one of the concerns about VR is that it's a very solitary experience. But um, on PlayStation VR, you can display on the regular TV, can't you?
2: Oh, I've seen that before. But uh, yeah, the, our current games don't okay. horror uh, games. Support. You have to just in front of your eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Annie, you, you come were in already?
1: Yeah, I'm in. Uh, but I do want that. I don't know if this is something that is going to happen, but what if you could get two headsets and then you're both in the game together? Is that something?
2: One for do? each eye?
1: No, one <laughs> for each person! <laughs> okay. Would that work? Yes. that would be great.
2: As far as I know, that, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, mm. I know like, uh, like two of our titles, the two shooters that I mentioned, will feature multiplayer okay. modes, mm-hmm. but it requires two Playstations and two, two headsets. Right, of, right. Yeah. I've
1: only got one PlayStation.
2: I've got, I've got to,
1: <laughs> to you actually, be, I'll come around to your thing yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Are plan.
2: all your games out at launch? No, so uh, Ace Banana will uh, uh, um, our effort is to make it available at launch at the 13th, uh, the other games will follow like in a sort of week 14th, weekly... <laughs> no no, <laughs> 14th is fine <laughs> <laughs> the week after uh, except for our biggest uh, title Dying Reborn, that's, a, uh, that's quite a bigger game, like a bigger scale and that one will be released in January I just, just had a text in actually from
4: a colleague of mine who wants to know if you also publish uh, non-VR games in China <laughs>
2: <laughs> if we publish non-VR so in, in China yes oh at the, at the moment we don't publish anything in China okay. we only take Chinese okay. games and put them right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, okay. yeah. there's something to look into then, I guess <laughs> but <laughs> if somebody's interested can always oh yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks very much we're
4: open man uh, best of luck uh, with the launch very excited to see what you're up to mm-hmm. um, yeah thanks thanks for coming on yep.
5: Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The Shy Guy Triathlon saw a wonderful scene of brotherly love this week. Mario was leading the race but had maxed out his stamina bar and was starting to weave around the track. Luckily, his brother Luigi saw that he was in trouble and, instead of moving into the lead, Luigi rushed to his sibling's side and helped him over the finish line. Unfortunately, this meant that the sneaky Waluigi zoomed past the Mario Brothers and won the triathlon, thereby incurring a death stare from Luigi. We spoke to Waluigi after the event, and he said, Waluigi number one, I'm a-gonna win, which proves that his grasp of tenses are just as bad as his morals. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Five letters.
4: Thank you very much for your letters. Um, we had a couple in without uh, without asking, which is always <laughs> uh, nice. always good. No prizes this week, I'm afraid. No, no
3: I think that if, if we are reduced to going all caps at 4pm, then, <laughs> then no prizes. Okay. But, you know.
4: Uh, uh, that's right, yeah, maybe. The... the um, the week that we don't have to ask everybody we read out would get a, a free game
3: i like it. it's like the prisoner's dilemma exactly is it
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, chris o'reagan writes uh, dear one life left and extra special guest i was at egx over the weekend and played several games on the playstation vr one of them was farpoint a game in which you play some kind of space marine trapped on a remote planet that is inhabited by giant spiders whose apparent sole purpose in life is to chew the space marines face off
1: that sounds like the worst experience you could have.
4: Well, Chris goes on. I found Farpoint to be quite terrifying as these creatures quite convincingly lunged at you with their pincers and mandibles, all with the aim of separating the player's face from their head. As I sw- swung around the little plastic gun uh, I was using to play the game, the person looking after the demo station expressed grave concern after the experience was over for his and my own safety. So my question to you, O oh wise ones, and hosts of a live broadcast video game-related radio show, is this... Are we going to hear of and possibly experience a spate of injuries... Due to playing of PlayStation VR, not seen since the arrival of the Nintendo, Wii. kind regards Chris O'Regan.
1: Yeah, journalists are going to love writing about these <laughs> stories. My, uh, I was playing uh, PlayStation VR and I hit my, uh, I hit my television and now I don't have a television. They love Anim- it. Everyone animated
3: gifs things. of yeah. people falling over and people, yeah, banging their heads. Brilliant.
4: Martha, what, uh, what what tips would you give for VR players to um, make sure that they don't injure
2: themselves? Um. Well, at the office at the one point, we put the, like the PlayStation VR set, we put it like on a desk which was just behind a really big pillar and everybody would like, slam their head into the pillar. <laughs> so I would I would advise everybody to avoid pillars. Okay, <laughs> yeah. good,
1: good. So. Anne. Fair enough. Uh, hi, team in SSG. About a year ago, I wrote in and said how I was not really convinced VR would take off apart from niche applications such as when you design your kitchen with Homebase and want to have a virtual explore. Given the slow pace of sales for the Vive and and the still quite high cost of the PSVR at launch. Do you think it'll be a few years until we see it become cheap and good enough to become more mainstream? Is there a worry that in the time it uh, in the time that that takes, it will be relegated to just a fad like 3D TVs and the Kinect? Anyway, love the show, Lawrence.
3: What do we think? Yes. No. I, I hope not. I hope not too. But I think it is. It's it's a threat. I am. I'm 100% into VR. I, I love it and I've had amazing experiences in there. My feeling is that the tech is not quite there. It's really close and for those prepared to put the time into it and set it up it's you know it's absolutely brilliant. And my feeling as well is that the game design isn't quite there either. Mm-hmm. that if we could have you know maybe two years or three years of just making games for like a hardcore group of people, my worry is that we'll go too big too soon and I, you know I've seen games that have changed my mind about it you know I love selfie tennis I think it's so good I spent so long in there on the other hand I also spent an hour inside you know F-Zero GX loved that and then was sick in my mouth so you have to be careful and I, I, I don't think you know the technology that I've seen is quite there that said that's limited to the PC versions um, and the you know, the, the, the PlayStation version, I've only used courtesy of PlayStation and I have nothing but a good experience with, so.
2: Yeah, um, well, I guess I guess what you just said, it's like it's a matter of, of, uh, of hardware, but then also of software. Like, VR is new for everybody, in a sense, as much for game designers as for, for our customers. Uh, but I think that everybody can agree that, like, um, and my personal opinion as well is that no matter, like, no matter sometimes how uncomfortable or how weird or whatever it can be it's, there's definitely something really intriguing in this mm. whole VR thing and then if you use a little bit of your imagination at, a, at one year or two I think yeah there's definitely a lot to uh, look forward to
4: Great, thank you. Uh, Martha you've got a couple of quick
2: letters haven't yeah. you? Hello team, hello, S- hello SSG I'm off on my holly bobs this week what should I take to read? I'm planning on finishing *Boss Fight* books third season on the flight out, but what should I read on the beach and the way back? Pip pip, Robert.
1: Robert, why don't you just write a book about Minecraft? <laughs> don't read anything, just write your own. Yeah, why are you so lazy,
4: Robert? <laughs> it's like read other people's work. Uh, I started. I tried to read *Ready Player One* on holiday. Has,
2: uh, has anybody uh, here read it? I was thinking. I, I thought I had to answer this directly, oh, so okay. I was thinking about *Ready Player One*, so you well, took my answer. I uh, know, but I well, I had to stop reading it but, <laughs> uh, well, as soon as
4: it turned into a. Um, a, a, a stations based around Wikipedia entries <laughs> I find, it just really annoyed me um, yeah so I'm, I'm sorry I hate the film going to be very good and I know that a lot of people oh there's some more for coming okay I didn't know that uh, I know that a lot of people uh, have enjoyed it anything else? Mm. Keith's book of course Keith's let read the acknowledgements
1: yeah <laughs> best bit
2: okay you've got another one there as well yeah Arthur, haven't you Hi team, obviously you uh, go to all the top industry events, conference, etc. But what's your all-time favourite one? Hux, Jamie. Crikey, that's it. PS, a... oh. good luck in Iceland. Iceland, yes. don't forget to check your...
1: Check. I, I get this. I get this, this
2: too. too. Check I'm your so it's... fic before you your Reykjavik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
3: joke. a good joke.
1: Check your fic before your Vic.
3: Yeah, solid. Uh, favourite games conferences? Hard to pick one, but we it love is. GDC, we, do. Like we have the best yeah. time in yeah. there. It would be remiss of us not to mention Nottingham Game City yeah. as yeah. well, because we, you know, Nottingham we Game City it. effectively invented uh, Mario Kart. Yep. And uh, Nordic, Nordic, we Nordic have the best time great. every year as well. Um, I've had a brilliant time at Illusion recently in Finland uh, to talk about a very, very small thing where Housemark, go and get drunk. We've got one more. One more to letter. Read. Yes. Do it. Uh, Dear team, OLL and Super Special Guest I'm playing Fallout 4 currently writes Chris Stewart I've I've been getting very frustrated with the AI of the companions you can select they reached a low point when I accidentally pressed X before exiting a menu and my companion super mutant opened a toilet door rigged up as a trap that pushed me inside onto a live grenade and killed us both. I now wander the wasteland alone, burned by my attempts to cooperate. Are there any standout moments in game you've played where the AI did something ridiculous or insisted on trying to kill you? Love and kisses, Chris.
1: Well,
2: uh, Golden Eye on the Nintendo sixty four. I remember, like, you have those escort missions there, and they would just be completely suicidal. Those uh, NPCs, and you would always just—they said it was the difficulty was just high, but I think they were just, yeah, suicidal. Mm.
4: You know, I've got a nagging feeling of of escort missions recently. uh, um, But yeah, I can't quite picture. Mm. I mean, I I, I do like some of them. The opposite of that in um, Skyrim, of course, is Lydia, who is super handy. (laughs) <laughs> for helping out with fights, isn't she? Just did too much for you, almost. Just stand back and let just, you get on with it, yeah. Retire Maybe that's a... why they dumbed it down in Fallout 4. Uh,
3: yeah, uh. It, is a, it is a hazard, trying to come up with a... I think the classic example is the AI in black and white, which would often go, you know, uh, Demis. Demis was very proud of, and rightly so, because now he's created the AI that's beaten exactly. Go and is going <laughs> to kill us all. But his, <laughs> his, his, first exe- his first attempts in black and white did end up... You know, you teach this creature to do something; it slightly misunderstand and go on and burn your village to the ground and <laughs> such. But uh, Chris goes on to say, "P.S. I emailed before the summer break about a possible mariochi opportunity in November. Any chance you could respond?" Well, yes, so- sorry, Chris.
1: There's always a chance. There's always <laughs> a chance.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, as you- I wouldn't count on it, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll do our best. Uh, should we have a second feature? We should, shouldn't Let's we? Do before we run out of time in the show? Okay, here we go.
0: I'm Rob Beer, and this is Confessions of a Part-Time Gamer. It's an event so common that it's become a tired TV trope. Often pitched as the silver lining in a messy period of any child whose parents get divorced, the first guilt-laden double-present Christmas was my salvation. By some sort of miracle, I managed to bag myself a Game Boy Colour and both Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Everyone knew they were the same game, and it was just a marketing strategy to sell more copies, but I have no regrets. To me, Red and Blue are two distinct games, separate but inextricably linked. I played the Red version first, picking Squirtle as my starting Pokemon, in spite of the flaming Red Charizard and the cartridge casing. By the time he'd evolved into his end state of Blastoise, I was in a tight and unending bond with him. I kept playing Red way beyond the point where I'd collected all the Pokemon I could gather, For me, Pokemon Red was a game about a man and his soulmate, and their journey to create the single greatest Pokemon alive. I then realised that the best way to use the blue version of the game was as a chemistry lab of experimentation. I rapidly completed the game with Charmander, this time catching the Pokemon I'd missed out on during my first playthrough. Then I reset it again, and set off through the slog that is playing the game as a stupid grass Pokemon. Sorry Bulbasaur, nobody loves you. Finally, I allowed myself a dalliance into the illicit world of unfairly obtained rare candy, the product of an infamous cheat that sadly undermined the entire experience of playing link-up games with your friends. I'd laboured my Blastoise up to level 96. I knew the sacrifices that were required. Anyone that had four level 98 Pokémon can do one. There's no way you did that for your own bank. I can see into your soul when you try and kid yourself into saying that you did. It's not happy with you. It was this tainted, cheat-ridden blue cartridge that I eventually manipulated into displaying the mythic 150 number in the Pokedex. For the completists out there, that was the point of the game. For me, it was a journey into someone else's world. Bringing up the 150 brought me little pleasure. At least nothing compared to the rose-tinted memories of my adventures with Blastoise. Nothing will match that. Thanks, Broken Home. You were the making of me.
3: good feature from rob there
1: it's very soothing this. isn't it nice the way he leaves us this sort of
3: tail to talk over it's also quite high risk because if we mess anything up now
1: can't cut it
4: that's
3: it
1: no size. can't cut
4: it so let's play it safe <laughs> <laughs> i did update the guest instructions by the way did you i did did you did i did martha was the first to receive them
1: Good. And it's all so worked it was, out so well. So <laughs> far.
4: So. There's a new sentence in the guest instructions, Marcel, that wasn't there.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, I think I noticed see it. <laughs> Different
1: font, was it? Yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: <laughs> okay, uh it's
3: time for our reviews. Anne, what have you been playing this week?
1: This week? Well, firstly, I've been playing the uh, some of the update to Pixelgrams, the X-Men, oh, yeah. uh, oh, uh okay. mobile app. Sure. Freestarring it all over the shop. We're going to fill you in on this,
4: Martha. Uh, Pixelgrams is a game that Steve wrote. Yeah. Anne is sucking made. up to him.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really True. like it, Simon. It's not my fault. Right, I know. Uh, again, seven out of ten. Very good. We'll Thanks. keep playing. Thank you. Uh, where's my next chapter? etc. Oh. Sorry people yeah um and then the other thing i've been playing um that i finished because it's really like manageable uh is virginia virginia that game everyone's talking about
4: yeah i um i i'm i haven't had time chance to play it myself let
1: let me tell you don't spoil it no spoilers okay uh so it's a narrative game simon right i like those those ones where you walk around i like
4: those very much going around games okay
1: um, and it is really, really brilliant. Uh, I when we were, uh, so I was playing it, and I was like, oh, it's, it's like, it was like playing Firewatch, and I can't remember what else I thought it was like. And then at the end, they uh, mention uh, Thirty Flights of Loving, which it is uh, kind of reminiscent of as well. Um, yeah, it's just this very uh, interesting and intriguing story that is unfolding through different like scenarios that you go through um
4: i struggling want, not to spoil
3: yeah, it I don't, aren't you
1: I really don't even want to spoil any of it um, it's very
3: slow isn't it is it's very I mean I've not I've got past I think I got to the second chapter or maybe the yeah. third I found the the sort of exposition and just generally the tone of it very slow, which isn't a criticism Like because there's plenty of, I mean we're watching I'm I'm watching The Night Of at the moment, uh, the American drama serial and that's really Mm -hmm. slow as well. I think that's kind of a style these days. Isn't but, it? So Stylistic it, choice
1: for me, it seemed so. Uh, it seemed very filmic, and actually more than that, it seemed like a Netflix series. Like mm, right. it was the first episode of a Netflix series. Like, and that comes from uh, the um, uh, from the titles, uh, from music, um, like from the hard cuts that it's got in it.
3: That's what I was going to say. Hard cuts. The hard cuts. Yeah, hard cuts. It's all about like, the hard cuts. It's all Simon.
1: about the hard cuts. Simon. Have you been Sorry, hanging spoilers. out without me. Yeah, it's about... And talking about this
4: sort of What are you talking it's about? It's all
1: about the hard cuts. What is a hard cut? It's Transitions. About the hard cuts. Transitions. Transitions from Simon. scene to scene. From scene. You're just doing scene. Scene. one thing
4: and then suddenly you're and somewhere then, else. And
1: you're like, what? what? And then dad, <laughs> what's that? It's
4: some Sen like.
1: <laughs> Brilliant
4: Is it? It's got loads of them Yeah
1: it's got loads <laughs> um, Yeah so it's really great And I really really love the uh, tone, the style The way that uh, you explore the narrative It is slow but but there are like so many jarring bits in it um, And I just left it going Oh my goodness It's very very unnerving Incredibly beautiful I want to play through it again Because there's some incredible skies in there Some really beautiful mm. scenery um, Yeah it's just really really intriguing Really beautiful And really short as well just play it. Like, it's so short. Why wouldn't you play it? I'd, Simon. I'd be... Simon. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> it's so short. I,
4: I'm, no, I'm going to be playing it, and I'll have a review for you for next week.
1: Good. Uh, let's have a chat about No, I won't be here. No, exactly. That's mine. Seven out of ten.
4: Okay. Me? Yeah. Oh, I,
3: I've been playing loads of things this week. I've been playing um, Event Zero, which is a, a narrative adventure set uh, on I wanna a... I want to play this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, is
4: this the, ha- the hacking one?
3: Uh, is it the DOS it's typing, typing? But it's not hacking, okay. really. It's 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 typing to an AI who controls yes. a space station okay. that you're you're on. Right. you stranded on. Is it What's good? this on? Yeah, I found it really really PC. interesting. It's a PC game. It's a PC game. It's a PC I, like game. I Found it really really interesting, enjoyable. I thought the systems were great in it. The way you explore the, the ship is great. Uh, controls were a little bit difficult at first, but I think that's possibly a deliberate decision. Well, everything's deliberate, right? <laughs> uh, and. I ultimately ended up getting stuck and frustrated and walked away from it. I think that's a peril in video games. It does do its best to help you along and shepherd you through these decisions, but I found it a little bit... I, I just got a bit stuck, and I don't think that's their fault. I think I'm quite stupid.
4: How does it compare? Because my concern when I was reading about it was that it would be too similar in mechanics to her story, and that actually you'd just be reduced to typing sex into it.
1: To see, <laughs> so to see,
4: to see if that threw up any... <laughs> There is... any conversational <laughs> I mean obviously that's how I play all <laughs> exactly.
3: okay, okay. Deus Ex Sex Halo uh, yeah the the, um, the the it begins with a you know you're talking to the ship's AI and it's interesting how quickly you descend from like that sort of like I'm going to play this seriously like right. hello how are you you know blah, 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 right. to just trying to hit those keywords right. a couple of times I blundered into keywords and that kind of was the point at which it broke me into trying to blunder for other ones But to that point and to the point that I got stuck, I was I was really enjoying it atmospherically. I thought it was really, really nice nicely set up. So seven out of ten for that. Um and I was also playing I want to mention Wheels of Aurelia Yes uh, That looks good as well Which you will hate Well, I good. <laughs> I love it There's I mean. nothing Ooh. in that For you at all <laughs> But you will enjoy <laughs> okay. I think And if you get an opportunity To play that It is a top down Driving game Although the amount Of driving you do Is minimal Basically the car Follows the road Anyway And there's uh, a story Which unfolds As you're, as you're it's driving It's a conversational Driving game isn't Conversational it? Yeah. driving game it sounds- Yeah I'm, I'm
1: not at My level of driving Is I can't have Conversations okay. Yeah, so, so
3: you don't need to drive while you're having the okay, conversations really. Uh, I thought it was really really nice And made you think It's also uh, another example of a video game Set in a very specific time I think it's 78 It might have been 73 Okay, But it was very specific do yeah, exactly. yeah. They do It's cover yeah, up yeah. one side if you squint. Uh, And I really really like this new trend of video games Picking a time and yeah, a place agreed. And absolutely agreed. nailing it yeah, I think that game does it so so well Um, I love all of that developers games I'd encourage you to explore 7 out of 10
4: Martha what have you been playing
2: yeah, well, we were talking a little bit earlier about like uh, uh, how do you say that, like uh, American shows and, and video games, and I was we'll just thinking about like one of the last games that I finished was Inside. Oh yeah, it had a sort of so We've success-
3: reviewed that on the show already, yeah. uh, okay. so we'll be interested to see whether your score tallies yeah, with exactly it. whether
4: you agree with us.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let me get into that thing just in a while. <laughs> I I thought it, uh, it's a really good game. I mean, if you like Limbo, you're definitely gonna like uh, like this one, and it's it's a little bit more. Um, I would say deranged I won't spoil anything which just goes way out there okay. and it reminded me a little bit of a show that I've been watching recently uh, Stranger Things yeah mm-hmm. yeah. there seemed to be this link between the, the game and the. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, of the game and I've been thinking long and hard about this but I think I'm going to give it a 7
3: okay yeah.
4: Interesting. lucky Interesting. <laughs> lucky
2: across the
1: board right
4: uh, I've been playing I don't, I, I've been really busy uh, Last week or so um, But I did Have time on Tuesday night To rush back um, I had acupuncture Didn't I Anne on Tuesday You did. did I was cut. Have you two been hanging <laughs> out Without me yep. <laughs> have, <yeah>. I've, <laughs> been, uh, I've been Picking uh, cupping, with needles Exactly and it's it's cupping, interesting yeah, the 21. different things You do when you two are together <laughs> Than when us <laughs> two are together and ours, <laughs> We don't talk about those On the radio Do we Steve Um <laughs> Tuesday was the day that the Star Wars Death Star yeah. b- dropped, wasn't it? So I, so I lied to the acupuncture man <laughs> and said, oh, I've got to get back. I've got to be on this train. Because he was running a little bit. Did and you and feel the needles tied a bit? <laughs> exactly. He said, i a bit too. He let me go. He said, oh, can, we, can we book another person? I said, no, I've go, got to go. I ran. Um, I'd left my, To turn my PlayStation on, uh, Kate had very kindly updated both oh. system softwares over the weekend, so I didn't need to do that. Um, I left my PlayStation on. It hadn't started downloading. Oh. I know. So then... I. Um, don't forget, I need to update two PlayStations in my house now. <laughs> I don't have the YouTubers' uh, Boy, in- yeah. internet <laughs> internet uh, uh, speed that we have talked about on the show before, but um, yeah, it took about uh, an hour and a half to get it. And it's like the most frustrating thing. Um, but yeah, I did get it. I've had a few games of uh, Battle Station. Is the mode? It's a three stage battle. Am uh, first of all, uh, mm-hmm. you're in uh, the Rebels and Imperials are fighting over a, a star destroyer that needs to be blown up. Okay. You've got to blow up um, the two, go up three areas and then the central bit and you have to do that within 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. Uh, and if, if the rebels do that successfully, it then cuts. It's quite disjointed actually. It doesn't do it particularly smoothly to a... Uh, hard cut. It hard cuts, actually, to the on the Death Star, right, where you need to rescue R2-D2 and get him off. Because he's got the plans in him, hasn't he?
1: That feels very important, Simon.
4: Right, so you run up, you run up to Death Star, and then you, one of you gets to become R2G2. I've done that twice. And then you move forward, like that, and shock the stormtroopers, and it's great. Um, and then if you get r g 2 to the extraction point, it then goes back to the blowing up Death Star, where. Uh, the rebels are uh, three are chosen randomly to be the ones that are flying through the trench and then the other guys have to uh, stop them in the TIE again, so it can be Darth Vader um, and then you've got to go through a series of checkpoints and then if they get blown up then other people are chosen to go in um, and uh, yeah I mean, imagine that—that's a mean, sort of some, game.
1: I, I don't need to imagine it. You just actually <laughs> wanted, to,
4: wanted just to play r- since you—since I was a child. This is so great. Um, uh, so it, it was a bit bewildering to start off with because it's a brand new mode, and I didn't quite understand the Death Star checkpoints. I'm still not fully certain what's going on, but yeah, it's really good. It's really good news. Yeah, so it's, um, it continues to 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 give so much. they bought the final DLC forward, Anne. Have they? I know. It's one of they secretly, never do that? secretly putting the, the X Wing VR mission on my PlayStation. I know it's there. Um, yeah, they've uh, updated the Rogue One. The uh, the Rogue One DLC is coming in December now. It's <gasps> so Fewer mm. sleeps.
1: Very exciting. Yeah, assignment. so it's
4: good. I haven't played as much as I would like to. Um, I'm uh, yeah, uh, but it's it's just great. It's great. Seven out of ten. Let's have some music. Okay. let's
3: shut this show down. Okay. <laughs> listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is some music and the name of it I've just put in the bin.
1: <laughs> Great. You it's okay. Rooting, hey, rooting through the rubbish. What I, else is in there? Thank it's, you. Is what's it Louis Schaefer you? put
4: in there? There's a little piece of paper that says thank you. Right. There's, uh, there's also this though, the Mono Piece Band.
1: Don't throw that away. It's That's called important. important. That's important.
3: A beardful fate, faint hope, impending doom. Excellent In the
1: bin <laughs>
3: In the bin <laughs> Again for the second time today uh, You're listening to One Life Left On
4: Residence 104.4 FM. It's been quite a good show hasn't hasn't it? It? Good. A quite, quite good Quite good That's quite all good. we aspire to be Martha thank you so much for coming on Yes thanks for having me um, How do we keep up with uh, your
2: work At Oasis Games work Can we follow you on Twitter Yeah uh, If you go to um, If you go to our Facebook or just Oasis Games Okay like, uh, You see all the All the links all the, there Yes Are you on yes. Instagram uh, yes, we are too but Snapchat uh, Not Snapchat but Instagram Google, Hello. Yeah. Bebo Yeah, new one Bebo Again, yeah. can just come to Beijing there oh, too. Right, yeah. well, we should Easier see you there Easier than getting on
1: Bebo Come to Beijing <laughs>
4: uh, Best of luck with the launch Thank Genuinely, you Genuinely yes. I want you to succeed I really do I, I can <laughs> feel it Please yes. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I hope they we go well um, Hopefully we'll be able to check them out Will we? Can we, Daniela? Oh Oh <laughs> Daniela, who's been sat in the, uh, in, the, in the corner of the studio.
2: Ominous. Yeah. Okay.
4: We'll be able to check these VR games out, there, will we? Of course. Of course. There of we course, go. Of course. Last yeah. time guarantee. Right, thank you very much. Uh, thank you all for listening.
1: Yeah, thank you. It's been, been nice. It's been really lovely, and we're going to go to Iceland.
4: We are. We're
3: going on Thursday, so that's going to be super, super cool. But... Until then till then till then we've been more life left and we will see you very 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 soon if you're Icelandic, otherwise it'll take a bit longer
1: bye, bye. bye. <laughs>